Hello, listeners from the Olympic Park. It's the first time that the three of us have actually managed to record something at the London Stadium where so many brilliant British athletics performances have happened over the years. Before we talk about anything, let's introduce ourselves. You're listening to the Backstraight Boys and Girl. I'm Claire. I'm Bea. I'm Jody. And we're going to be bringing you a little a couple of thoughts about what's been going on recently in athletics, most specifically the British Champs, before looking ahead to tonight's second session of the Athletics World Cup. It's not the inaugural Athletics World Cup, as everybody keeps saying, <laughs> but it's the first time it's been staged and it's been great. This is Alison Phillips and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. British Champs, what stood out to you? Um, okay, everything stood out to me at the British Champs. I had so much fun. The British Championships is usually shit, let's be honest. You know, it's usually miserable weather, people don't show up, um, it's pointless, you know, a lot of the time mm. we don't even have like, the amount of people qualified, so there's no competition. Here was just race after race after race, with five or six people qualified, there was real competition as to who was going to get in the team. The weather was absolutely glorious, everyone turned up, I cannot like, rave about it enough. Mm. One thing I noticed halfway through the Champs is, it's so much better when it's a Europeans, yeah. because that means we have so many people qualified, mm-hmm. that the championships are meaningful yes. um, when it's a World Olympics we probably have one or two sometimes we'll have three or four mm. and there's, there's not that much competition here it was just brilliant and I'm still smiling about it now what's so exciting is that very very few of those third discretionary spots for Europe are going to be given to athletes that weren't in Birmingham yes. Yes. You know, it's going to be really really difficult for selectors because there are so many people with standards like you said I think also what was amazing was this year the UK aid what are they called, UK? Do we call them UK, UK Brit? Whatever they're called. <laughs> they actually mandated you have to come to the trials. Mm. Unless you, and before it was like, oh, you can, if you've got a doctor's letter, they said, fine, you can have a doctor's letter, but you've got to come to the UK and our doctors have got to say. Yeah. So there was very few people missing. Carl Lankford and Asher. Greg, who may be out. Yeah, Greg. I mean, but that was about it. It was about Everybody it. else was there. Yeah. And that makes a massive difference because we've seen them have the head-to-head. So in some events where we're not 100% sure who's going to get the third place, in the women's 200, for example, yep. Jodie's probably going to get that pick. She's, she's got the faster times anyway, but she won. In the women's 800, um, Adele Tracy. Okay, so um, Lindsay's run faster now because she's been running around Europe. So but has um, Alex Bell. Alex Bell. Mm. But Adele did it on the day when it matters. And I think what's going to happen next week at the um, Diamond League um, is there's going to be a f- few head-to-heads. But I think stick with who, got, who did it at the trials. I totally, totally, totally agree. I think that like, that's the point of the trials, is that you turn up, you perform, you deserve that spot. Fascinatingly, some people really didn't get that. And the men's 800 metres, we had five men with the qualifying standards, and then they all just let Elliot Giles win by running the perfect Elliot Giles race. Really interesting to see. And then women's 200 metres, like we said in our British Sprint Queen special, which you should go back and listen to. Because it's amazing. It is super good. Spot on as well. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because what were there, six women in that final who all, I think, would completely look at home on a European start line. Mm. It was just, like you said, event after event. But for me women's long jump was a spectacular competition for lots of reasons there were a couple of unknowns who produced some big you know mid six meter jumps but for me jazz sawyers with a personal best after the few years that she has had i mean you saw how much it meant to her look at the clip it's on morgan lake's twitter and lorraine ugan she has been (laughs) knocking at the door of seven meters for so long and she finally did it and goodness me she is looking hot to trot 
we were in the mix zone uh, when it was kind of coming to an end that race and in the mix zone there's kind of a protocol and etiquette you know that like, everyone's interviewing people etc you've got to be professional um, I saw Jazzy's jump on the big screen and screamed absolutely screamed in the mix zone which is totally unprofessional because people are recording things but tough because like there should be more people screaming when Jazz jumps some 687 shouldn't there so I'm all for that but it's not just about Lorraine and no. Jazz Sharma jumped 681 yeah something or other the new girl whose name I, I don't know I really apologise I don't know she jumped 669 I think and um, Abigail is Iruz, Iruzuru <laughs> sorry <laughs> Abigail Iruzuru <laughs> sorry Abri- sorry um she jumped over 660 as well and came fifth. Yeah. Fifth at the British Championships with 660 something. Yeah. It was absolutely crazy. I can't ever remember a um, British Championship, any event at British Championship being that like um, that that packed full of um, like great performances. What stood out for you two? Well, I, I'm going to go with our Sprint Queens. I mean, I know we did the Sprint Queen special. We said the 200 was going to be the race of the championships. It 100% was the race of the championships. Like. Um, Beth Dobbin, like oh. we said, she's the new girl on the block and yeah. she's run very fast, but she, she's not been at that level before. She- I didn't think she was going to win. No. I absolutely thought that she was just, the inexperience would show. You thought. can't keep running national records and she ran two on the bloody weekend. <laughs> and also, after she'd run so fast in the semi and Jodie and Bianca had kind of just dialed it back a little bit and just been a bit, a bit more safe, we thought Jodie looked amazing to me she in the semi. But, but, in the semi. But what we've learned in the final end since is her first 100 is really special at the moment and she needs to have that strength to carry on. Beth's the opposite. She's not a 100 metre runner like she told us. She's more of a 400 metre runner and God does it show because her strength in the final. And as always, can we just give a shout out to Bianca Williams? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, I mean, I know she doesn't win, she's, but she's always come second. She always is always in there. Third in the um, in the 100, in a, the second best time of all time, since, best since 2014. Second in the 200, no, yeah, second in the 200 with her second best time ever um she's back on track she's running very fast and i wouldn't be at all surprised if she at the end of the year she's in the european championships i wouldn't be surprised if she's the one who actually delivers who oh lo- yeah absolutely that, that definitely could happen although of course dean is going to be delivering mm. um i can't give you a one <laughs> no no i can't because no it's not even like that i'm just going to say just overall the whole thing yeah. was amazing was there like i think there was five championship records um of which all were by women so Morgan Lake, Beth Dobbin, Dina, um, Sophie Hitchin, and another one which is really obvious. Oh, um, Lorraine Ugan, exactly, you know. I mean, just a, and each of them was like really, really like world quality, which doesn't happen in a Birmingham track on like a, at a British Championship. It just doesn't happen. Um, Sprint Queens is bang on accurate, but maybe what would be more all-encompassing would be to say that we've just got track and field queens. There's monarchy all across British athletics <laughs> at the moment on the female side, and it's amazing. Um, let's just quickly talk about, there was a slight, controversy about Laura not turning up for the 800 or some total nonsense I was so annoyed because the next day there were so many brilliant stories to be had and there was a, some tit in the um, telegraph was that who it was? Really let's, let's name and shame him again well that's the thing is Ben does a lot for athletics because he actually does go and hunt out good stories stories that we're all aware of those of us really on our fingers on the pulse of athletics but he does a lot for the sport but I thought it was like you said a crying shame that that was the headline that got written after such a fantastic two days and just to let people know it was some nonsense about controversy over Laura, Laura Muir about Laura arriving late when apparently she wasn't late at all I heard that it came in on time it's just such a petty thing to go about if you want to win, get into the European team, you're going to have to beat Laura. If you want to get a gold medal at the Europeans, you're going to have to beat Laura. So it's not like the people who are complaining came second. They came fourth or fifth. So like, just... But also what I thought was so silly is the um, 
whether she followed the rules exactly or not or didn't on that, that is not the story of the championship. No. In fact, it's something that no one would even know or care about unless you decide to publicise it. So let's talk about the great performances rather than trying to dig up some like made-up, completely manufactured drama, which is of no interest to anybody, really, especially when it's such an insubstantial story. Hi, I am Barbora Špotáková, and you're listening to a Backstreet Um So what problems do we think the um, selectors do have. There's a slight problem in women's 200, women's 800, men's 1500 maybe. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, they're, they're the ones that spring to mind. There may be some more that I hadn't, hadn't, hadn't thought about, but they're the, they're the main ones. I think the other thing we have to think about is whether they're going to select people who are the reigning champions. Does Greg get to go? Does Martin get to go? I mean, obviously Dina will get picked in the 200, but are they going to select those people? Well, they ought to, but knowing British athletics, <laughs> you never know what sort of... But they haven't been so bad recently. He's going to be there in the relay anyway, yeah. so... So you should go. Cool. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about it very soon, as soon as the t- teams come out, which will be next Monday, won't it? Hi, I'm Sally Pearson, and you're listening to the Backstraight Boys. <laughs> I have to get back to work, boys, but just before I do, and I leave you to go into and do some serious journalising, no doubt, at the <laughs> second evening of the Athletics World Cup. Shout out for some of our under-20s at the World Champs. Yes. Neve Emerson in the heptathlon. Oh, no. oh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Ba- has Bayer not caught course, up? Yeah. I'm la la la. It's totally fine, totally fine. <laughs> I'm just la la la. I think he knew that one already. But okay, um, the men's hammer we won. The la, 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 la. the most imp- most impressive for me was the men's two hundred. Who knew that was going to happen? Absolutely nuts. And Cameron Chalmers, his younger brother, whose now, name yeah. now escapes me, ran a huge PB in the four hundred meter hurdles. It, it's been a really excellent championships. Um, we're going to bring Bayer back into the conversation, so we'll shut up about the under twenties. <laughs> so just juggling way too much athletics going on at the moment. We did. We were here at the first night of the um, World Cup last night. Now we were very cynical about this event where we, we've actually yes. been taking the piss out of it as have everyone else I've got to hold my hand up and say it's, it's actually really good um, there was 30,000 people in the stadium last night the first hour and a half was nothing but field events and everyone loved it um, I mean I've no clue what's going on in the team team competition I don't think anyone has um, but it, <laughs> Claire has <laughs> only because I'm working on it so it's my job too but it's been really good fun there's been some good performances and I mean all in all it's just been it's just been a quite a fun fun weekend hasn't yeah. it I suppose what we'll do is we'll um, actually finish it so we're halfway through it now so at the end of it maybe we'll come back and have a chat and give us your overall thoughts on the whole thing yeah Yeah, definitely so we'll see you for now we'll be back after the second evening of the world cup and just to round up and thanks for listening hi this is jenny simpson and back straight back all right (laughs) is that all right (laughs) thank you bayo and jody here at the climax of the um world cup it's now finished and i'm afraid we're gonna have to eat our words aren't we jody (laughs) (laughs) it was quite good wasn't it yeah I mean, no. Let's get it in perspective. It wasn't great, and it wasn't. Um, it it was better. It was good it, in relation to what we thought it was going to be. Because I actually thought it was going to be a massive shambles. To be fair. Well, okay. We've been complaining about it ever since it was initially um, sort of um, announced. Announced. That's the word I was searching for. Um, for months now, months and months. Because I thought there was going to be no one here. I thought like the teams were going to be ridiculous rubbish. I thought the format seemed really stupid. Um, all of which I, you know, stand by. It was, yeah. They weren't stupid and, um, to think that way. But it turned out there was, what, de- really decent crowds. Really good crowds. Like 30,000 30, yesterday, maybe yeah. slightly less today. Yeah. But still, the, the stadium looked full, looked good on TV. Um, the performances weren't amazing. But the co- team competition, if it works, it's like something to, to get behind. You know, there's people here shouting for the third place yeah. man in the, in the 1,500 metres, you know. And what British crowds are great. You know, British crowds are the best row in athletics competitions as we know and they're here and they're getting behind everything they're kind of knowledgeable it just it just worked there's, there's still some flaws oh, like, totally. I mean obviously putting aside the fact that the date's awful and that there was no pre- pre- proper preparation um, that one of the flaws is that America's always going to win 
which yeah, is which this is what's nice about the continent what is now called the continental cup which used to be the world cup because it was continents it eased it out a little bit and in the 90s when south africa joined africa africa started winning the the world cup which was quite it made it we won cup. it once didn't we i don't think we won the world cup didn't i think did we, not, we came second maybe something yeah, we weird happened well once won, yeah. um, but the the, you know, the the concept is flawed because we have a we have a continental cup again which is coming up later in the year i suspect the continental cup itself as it's the very end of the year will be slightly chunky teams again and they've um, got it's only four teams now four continents oh, and there's all kinds of stupid about it yeah, so, exactly so it feels a shame if they could kind of combine the exactly, two and make yeah. it like a proper all-round great competition but you're right there's going to be a problem with american winning every time hopefully next time if the dates are better then we'll get better teams you know i don't how, how they're going to fit it in but they're going to have to they'll do it somehow i mean um, there's no point inviting in China if China just don't bother entering loads of events I mean I get it China's a long way to come and they haven't got uh, they haven't got great people in every event but they didn't have their good people who were in Europe no been running all season Um, the weather was amazing which is you know something we've been saying for for months now or at least a month or so in Britain that all these events which are usual total flops because of the weather you know were were brilliant weren't they so the trials Wimbledon (laughs) um, here has been great so there's all kinds of positives to take away from it Um, when is the next one? Do we know when is it scheduled? No, I don't know. Is there a next one? Is it was it just a one-off? I've no idea. Um, but coming away from it, there's been thousands of people who've come and really enjoyed athletics, which yeah, is what something we all say we always want to encourage. Um, I think for the for the um, kind of casual fans, the team element does help. I think That's they it. need to big up the team element. It, was, it wasn't very clear where people were, who needed to do what and in order to mascots, take over. Which I don't know if they're ah, on TV. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're Sorry, the mascots on TV. The mascots were so ropey. Um, they literally looked like someone had sort of got them out of an airing cupboard or yeah. something, didn't they? Um, mm. I can't imagine... Not an airing cupboard. Airing cupboard implies they'd been washed. Washed, been washed, absolutely. <laughs> I can't imagine that the country's bought their own mascots. I think they well, sort of went scrambling around well, the... Jamaica's was a tiger... Yeah, I mean, that makes no sense at all, was it? America's was an American football player. How inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, nobody had thought that through. But it literally looks like someone was scrambled around the day before and what kept trying to come up They've gone stuff. to Angel's, the yeah. um, like, fancy dress hire shop, and said, what, what mascot yeah. costumes have you got? Yeah. And these fl- flea-bitten ones were all they had left. Yeah. So maybe next year they can bring their own mascots to actually do something. But just a big shout-out to the mascots race. Absolutely. Um, our, our, our Twitter friend, Matthew Blackie, actually won the, won the, um, <laughs> the mascots race. No, he was the GOAT. I don't know who, the, who was the GOAT. Poland. Was for. Poland. He was the Polish Gajor GOAT. Gajor or something. Like <laughs> Congratulations, he's a winner in the Olympic Stadium. He's a winner! Yay. And I heard that the, um, the French mascot was actually our very own Donna Don Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> at some point. And, and Coach Zarr was there. Coach Zarr, well. yes, absolutely. So that's, a, that's a bit of fun. Um, no, but what I was saying about the mascots was that um, it would be very easy to make those more prominent and so yes. people know which teams are competing and you're, you know, you're by the event that's happening, etc. Just little things like that would, would make a difference. And also team, other team members getting involved. Totally, yeah, that's, so yeah, that's really interesting. Because yeah. I think the team, it, although it was a team event it was didn't feel like a uh, a big kind of important event so i did no other I, team was che- cheering people on well, the, the team, getting involved would really if, help if you're going to be a team the team should always be in the stadium they should even be like on the track you yeah, know like I mean, just the, being involved making a team thing, but it became a big you know, the yeah teams were exactly actually there weren't they so i think there's elements to all these new things yeah. that work but they've not all been put together in one thing yet 100%. and this was done in a rush so i mean I, th- I think they're very aware i mean even people at british athletics are, are aware that the timing was wasn't very good wasn't very good for this but Overall, it was it was a good event. And just point, picking out some some of the really good events. Louvain Manyonga delivered as always. Yeah. Um, the British Sprint Queens proved once again that it doesn't matter <laughs> who you put in the team, what order they run in, they're always going to come out and run fast. They were, I think they were in forty two five then like with that. a really makeshift team. Wait, but it's not, not makeshift. That's what's well, the no, great it's about it. In, in the sense that they've not. I've totally, not been yeah, a team I've ever seen before. I've no, never seen him on Marnie on Lane. I mean, obviously you've got. Um, 
Asha back on lane one. Lovely yeah, to see fantastic. her. Bianca on lane three, which I think yeah. is a great place for her. Um, Shannon came in for, for, the, for Anchor Leg now as well. I mean, how many different people have we had on Anchor Leg in the last year? And exactly. It's and we keep winning. So, I mean, and um, what, other, what other events were there? I mean, Sophie was great in the, in the Hammer. Um, Actually, just one thing we need to point out is how amazing our women's, women's team was. Women's team, yes. We won't say so much about the men's, but the women's team were like On the first really, day, really they were fantastic. second overall, if you just taken in the women's yeah. team. The men's team was last, yeah. <laughs> despite China not entering some events. I so that's all, not... I think we had, did we have three wins and all, all came from the women, I think? Um, but anyway, it was listen, all round, it was a pretty good show. We're going to eat some humble pie and admit that we Yum, had... Yum, humble pie. Ooh, humble pie. <laughs> um, but it had, like, we didn't have the highest expectations and it turned out to be a lot, lot better than it ever intended. There's or a lesson in life there, isn't there? Is there a lesson in life to stop being so cynical? No, have low expectations and you're always... <laughs> you'll always be happy that's what people say about this podcast um, <laughs> right that's it we're off roll um, on Diamond League next roll week. on Diamond League thanks ever so much bye bye hi I'm Greg Rutherford and you're listening to the Backstraight Boys you're a pro aren't you well you know <laughs> such was the heady excitement of the Athletics World Cup this weekend at the Olympic Park that Jodie and Bo forgot to tell you dear listeners to rate, review and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode of the Backstraight Boys and Girl so please do